Hey everybody, this is Heather, and you're listening to Simply Healed with Heather Leonard. Today's episode is called For Those Who Have Been Wronged and Want to Know the Whys. <laughs> Just so you all know, you're going to hate this episode. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right up front exactly how I think it is, <laughs> and I don't think you're going to like the answer. But stick around, it's going to be a really good polarizing episode, guys. So here we go. Thanks for joining. I definitely want to start this episode by apologizing for all the weird acoustics. <laughs> I just finally had enough with my whole little, what is it, windscreen or whatever it's supposed to be. It just kept falling. Finally, I threw it aside. Now I realize why I use it because it's a little echoey in here. Also, my dog. Oh my goodness, full snore mode today. So there's a lot of sounds going on. All apologies, but this episode is going to be fun. <laughs> this question keeps coming up. Oh my goodness. I love when things, I guess it's like a synchronicity or something that it just seems as though I don't hear something once. I'll hear it five, six times a row, a row. Oh man, Heather, come on. Did you get enough sleep last night? <laughs> in a row where I start to think it can't just be coincidence. The universe wants me to address a question or a topic. So here we go. And I'm going to stay on topic with my hypnotherapy as well. Um, I want to talk to you guys about how I specifically think this can help in a major way with this problem. So um, plus also it came up in my hypnotherapy certification class as a question. So it's definitely something that's on people's minds and it can be addressed with hypnotherapy. So we'll get into that too in the second half of the show. But let me just start with what am I getting at here? So <laughs> a lot of us believe ourselves to be victimized from time to time. And listen, it happens, right? Somebody does betray us. Somebody screws us over or um, doesn't treat us the way we deserve. They stab you in the back. They make you not trust as much, right? This stuff happens. It, there's the extreme of people who have, you know, had people literally steal all their money. Um, I have people within my Facebook community talking about people who have, um, you know, family members after they lost their loved one, you know, try to take the home, their car. They're like homeless after everything that their family strips away and things that are just really, I can see where you're feeling victimized. Uh, marriages getting cheated on um, that's like an ultimate betrayal of the person from the person that is m meant to love you more than anybody on this earth who made vows before fa friends family God and that's that's tough because let me just say that's already like hitting at the ego because now you have to like even if you choose to walk away you've got that whole image that probably weighs in your mind of like what will people think you know and all that so there's layers to this stuff um, and then again, like with the grieving, you know, person who just had everything taken from them and like, who am I to stand up and say, no, that was ours when, you know, they feel like it was their, you know, okay, so here's the example. So husband and wife, husband passes. Now the husband's family is coming in and trying to say, oh, well that, that house belongs in our family. It was our family home or whatever. Um, and all the other stuff. And this happens all the time to people. Oh, it's devastating. I mean, I know my dog's itching. Sorry, guys. Uh, but there's all the things and there's so many layers and there's so much. 
that contributes to how our brains are trying to make any kind of sense of it. Because first of all, if you are somebody who has strong self-confidence and self-image and feel really good about who you are, you should have then been able to attract in a a partner who was equal. Um, You know, these family members should be, you know, graciously wanting you to be okay because you were special to their loved one. And like all these layers that just pop up as, you know, almost like a threat to your ego. But I want to strip that down. First, let's get into the fact that our lives are a mirror of ourselves. So this is why I said you might hate this episode, because I'm going to first start by making you turn the mirror, you know, look at yourself right now, point at yourself before you start saying like, they betrayed me. Look at your life. We don't have people betraying us unless we are betraying someone. We are betrayers if we are being betrayed. And I hate to say that because, listen, I've been in this situation. I've had to do some real growth on my own end with this. I'm not going to just point my finger and say, hey, all of you, you're, you know, (laughs) you guys are problematic and you are, you know, betraying others and I'm, I'll include myself in this category. I must have done this from time to time to have attracted anything negative into my own experience. I had to self-reflect. What was I doing or being or saying that was allowing me to attract that into my world? I mean, I've because of that, I've grown so much. I've learned to cut out relationships where there was gossip happening and I found myself like talking about other people's situations. Ew, because I don't want people talking about me. I don't want my name in anyone else's mouth. So then I had to look at it. Am I ever sitting around discussing other people's situations? I mean, I wasn't the one bringing it up, but if I'm engaging in a conversation with a friend who says, oh my goodness, did you hear so-and-so? They were, you know, at the bar last night and like the total drunk mess and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there listening like being the sounding board for this person to talk about another person's situation who likely by the way is at the bottom of the like you know they're hitting their rock bottom and now it's being discussed ew i should have shut that down i should have walked away so i would look at that i would reflect on it i would change my behavior and since then i haven't heard anything about my name ever being discussed And yet back then when I was allowing people to talk to me about other people, from time to time, I would have like a a person in my Facebook group pop into my emails and say, I don't want to be a part of your group anymore. I think that you just, you know, whatever it was. And there would be a complaint. Well, these complaints were coming at me because I was using my words or, you know, being there as a part of this experience of talking poorly about someone else. So fix yourself. This is the thing. You can fix the problem by fixing that within yourself. Now, some people will say to me, no way, I didn't bring this on. And I'm going to use the example of the relationship because it's an easy one. And it's the one that's been brought to me like five times this week. That if you are feeling like somebody screwed you over in a relationship, and I've heard this, guys, this is crazy. In my Facebook group, a member actually had after they lost their significant other, then found out about all the betrayals and the cheating. And and now this is a very tough situation because now the person's not even there. And now you somebody that you loved and lost, you're now angry with, but you can't discuss it with them. There's layers, guys. There's layers. <laughs> We've all got our stuff, but I've heard all kinds of stories around this. But let's just use relationship for a minute. So 
you could say, I did nothing to bring this on. I was nothing but loving towards my person. I didn't betray them. Why did I get betrayed? You're saying I was, a, you know, I reflected this back at myself because I had to be this on some level. Well, what was the betrayal? So go there. Dig deeper. If somebody had a physical cheating episode, then in what way were you on that same level? Okay, so, dog, I'm boring him to snore. Um, If it was like somebody, you know, flirting with somebody in a way that was crossing the line, then where do you do that? Where did you do that? If it was like somebody not being honest and authentic within a marriage, within a friendship, um, and just hiding things, in what ways have you lied to other? It doesn't have to be to that person. This is like karma, guys. It doesn't have to be, I never once broke my promise or lied to them. It could be, I lied to my mother. It could be, I lied to my neighbor. If you are lying and you are a liar, then you will have people who lie in your circle. That's how it goes. So you have to like evaluate all your relationships, your personality, what you're doing, you know? So if you're crossing the line, don't get mad if they're crossing the line. Or, I mean, you can get mad, but you've got to fix it within yourself, right? You've got to fix the hypocrisy. Start there. Because some way, at some point, you attracted it to you. And so when we really evaluate our own behaviors a little more deeply and really look at in what ways, like, and it can be things, guys, like white lies. They might have made a major lie to you. And you might be like, but the only lies I say are like little white lies to make people feel good. Like, how does this look? Oh, you look great. And you don't really think that way. That's inauthentic, right? That's dishonesty. If somebody says like, um, oh, so, you know, what are you doing this weekend? And you're like, oh, you know, um, gonna be probably laying low at home just watching some tv or whatever and really you're like you have plans with another friend but you didn't want to hurt their feelings so you just thought it was easier to say like oh i'm just gonna lay low i haven't been feeling good or you make up some little it's those little white lies and you don't think about it you're like oh i was just making them feel better i was just making it a little easier um it just seemed like too big of a story or whatever you're saying it's still the fact that you are what you're mad at And that's why it came to you. And honestly, if you look at your relationships, oh boy, this makes me think of my oldest son because I get more angry with him, I think, than any human on this earth sometimes because he's a reflection of me. Every bit of frustration I have with that kid, it's because I see within him what I am and the parts of me that I feel like are a little off that I've worked hard to fix, but clearly I haven't because it's still coming at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the broken parts of yourself. It's the the insecurities or the things that you wish you could change in yourself that you see in others that gets you frustrated with them. So you really have to find the way towards looking inward and seeing in which way have you drawn this to you. And that is very hard to hear. <laughs> I get it. So I guess the real question is, how can that be changed so it doesn't become a pattern in your life, (laughs) you know? Um, And I mean, largely, how can you change your own behaviors? Because especially things like little white lies, those are like deep-rooted behaviors. You don't even recognize yourself doing it, I bet. Um, It'd be interesting if we could have like a monitor on ourselves that every time something that was a little embellished or a little untrue or had a little white lie attached gave you like a zap or something so you could be aware of how often you might be actually doing it and you might not realize. So 
you have to learn to somehow change your own subconscious mind to choose truth at every moment, right? So then you can attract that. You can attract somebody who at every single moment is going to give you nothing but truth. And you wonder sometimes, like sometimes people will say to me, like, I got out of this really toxic relationship. And then my next one was everything I ever dreamed of. And I think about that sometimes. It's a very interesting thing. And it's not that this is coincidence. This happens all the time to people. It's often because when you're in that toxic relationship, you have some element of that sickness still within you, a personal growth that needs to happen, a life lesson that you haven't learned yet. And then when the person reflects it back and does it to you, maybe in an amplified manner, in a, na- in a nastier way or whatever, but it's really like, it's like the universe holding up this sign that says, see this, you're on the same scale. You might be on the lower end of the spectrum, but this is what it is. And it holds it up as this big, ugly thing for you to have to face, right? You were deceived, you were cheated on, you were lied to, you were left alone, you were whatever it is. And it's this huge, nasty, bad feeling. You can see how your own little toxic traits of maybe embellishing or lying a little here and there, maybe just not being totally truthful, maybe just not even telling a lie, but not telling truths. You know, we all know people that do this, that like, they don't ever want to be caught in a lie. So they're just gonna find their way around saying anything at all, or, you know, they skirt around it. So they never exactly lie, but it's like implied. (laughs) It's the same thing. So let's own our stuff. So if we're doing that, we were part of that little toxic relationship. So why do you think the very next relationship is gorgeous, beautiful, everything you ever wanted and dreamed of? It's because you did the work. (laughs) You got hurt so bad by your own stuff, by someone else, that you finally looked inward and said, I'm never going to treat someone else this way. I, I will never treat someone like that. I am not that person. I would, you know, they're awful. I'm better than that. And I would never do to someone else what they did to me. And so guess what happens? You fix yourself. You get rid of every little white lie. You start only speaking complete truths, even if it hurts people to hear. You start being totally true to who you are and how you feel. And guess what happens? You're a magnet, right? Law of attraction. <laughs> You're going to start bringing in gorgeous people who have complete, complete like cleanness around, like no one's perfect, but people that have clarity around honesty, people who are just like, they don't even think to try to like, you know, tell somebody or deceive somebody, I guess is a good way of putting it. They don't ever think to like walk out or acknowledge another person if they're in a monogamous relationship. Like they're so true to their person. They would literally say, all right, it's over between us then. And then turn around and kiss that other person or have that experience with the other person, but end it first, no matter what, at all costs, even in the heat of the moment, they would stop, pause everything to end that relationship before they step into the next. Those are the type of people you'll start to attract because you are that person. That's who you are. That's what you deserve. You're like match. That's what the magnet is attracting. And so it's no surprise that once people do the work, they get the next beautiful, fulfilling relationship, the one they always wanted to begin with, the one they always knew they deserved and they did, but they got messed up along the way because they thought these little things aren't much. 
you know? Telling my kid that, like, you know, they're going to lose their phone if they keep acting this way, but then really I have no intentions of doing that. That's a little white lie. These are things we don't even think about. We just do and say because we think we'll get a reaction that we, you know, I want my kid to behave, so I'm going to dangle the carrot of, you know, reward or, you know, consequence. And then we're not actually going to follow through. I'm not really going to make you not go to Disney because I want to go to Disney. (laughs) Then don't say it. It's a lie. And those little lies lead to big problems in your life because I feel like the universe just amplifies your, all your things, all of your little tiny, maybe you feel insignificant, um, you know, but they're not clearly. But flaws within yourself and it just amplifies the heck out of them to show you in this mirror relationship that you have look this is how ugly it can get this is what it could spiral to be you're on a path of becoming this and it shows it to you so you can fix you not so that you can you know finger point and decide that was just a terrible relationship and this one over here in this corner is so much better because guess what can happen you could actually taint this beautiful soul, this next new perfect relationship you just attracted in, by you continuing your patterns if you haven't grown and you revert back to the old way of the little lies, you could then change them for the negative and they could end up becoming somebody who lies. Do you see how this goes? And then we're in a pattern cycle. Nobody likes patterns, let alone bad ones, right? (laughs) So, all right, a little bit more into like treatment. Because let's face it, you know, otherwise these liars are just going to keep circulating around in your life. And if you want to be free from it, you have to get free of your own dark shadows because all we have control over is us, right? So when we're talking about treating it, we're not talking about the other person needing counseling. We are not talking about what they need to do differently to conform to what you need and want. We are saying the only thing here that you have control of is you (laughs) and you know what to do. You have to just become so aware of yourself in all of these little ways in which you are doing the same thing, whatever it is. So maybe somebody literally physically cheated on you and you're like, oh, but I'll, you know, I, I have an addiction to like porn, but that's not the same thing right? I'm not physically touching anybody, but it's on the spectrum, is it not? So that's what I'm saying. Like, just sometimes think like, if whatever small action you might be doing, they might just be the extreme of it. But still figure out what your little contribution is. And detaching from them will be easy, by the way, once you've changed, because you're going to be drawing in all those honest, beautiful lights all around you. It's much easier to turn the light off on toxic people around you when you have beautiful lights surrounding you with so much more to offer, right? If you are still in sort of a sick place yourself, um, you know, it's a little easier to still kind of feel drawn to the darkness in a sense. Um, but if it's if different is what you want, you want a different experience this time, like even if you're willing to work on that relationship, but you want it different, you have to be different. let that sink in. I mean, like I said, life's a mirror. So yes, you are to blame for your own circumstances on some level. (laughs) Don't hate me because you don't deserve it, right? (laughs) I'm not saying you deserve this. 
I'm just saying that there is a part of this situation that has just been attracted, not a part, it is fully and wholly, <laughs> let me just be clear here, it is fully and wholly a situation that has been brought on by our own flaws. <laughs> you know, ours might be tiny and they might be feeling real insignificant, but they're there and they need to just be seen and, and addressed. And then your life circumstances will change. So this is the perfect time for a quick break, but I'm gonna be right back and talk about how hypnotherapy can address this on a powerful level and why that works and how it works. I'm gonna get into pretty much exactly what a treatment that I would offer in the way of hypnotherapy would address this problem. So don't go anywhere, you guys, be right back. Since this episode is another one based around my hypnotherapy options, I wanted to let you guys know I'm giving a free bonus to anybody who reaches out to me and lets me know that you listen to this podcast. All you have to do is drop me an email and just say that in a podcast you heard me mention hypnotherapy and wanted to get in on getting a bonus before I released the programs. And I'll make sure that if, if and when you sign up for a hypnotherapy program that you get this great bonus um, tied right in for free and that I add you to my mailing list so you don't miss anything on all the amazing things that I have coming up. So guys, uh, I will drop the links in today's podcast description if you're interested on more information on that. All right, right back to the show. So I want to get into how do we get out of this situation? Uh, how do we change how we are functioning on the subconscious level for those of us who are like, man, I've been doing all these little white lies that were harmless, seemingly harmless for years. I don't know how the heck to change that. That's just, it comes out of my mouth kind of automatically. How do I change that? Um, that's one thing I want to talk about. I also want to discuss a little bit about, um, yes, hypnotherapy options, because that is how you address the subconscious mind. But um, also just let's talk about once these things have happened to us, how do we go on about functioning throughout our day, um, going forward with new relationships or not? How do we sort of move forward from this in a healthy way? Because even that can be addressed with hypnotherapy, but is definitely our future is affected by our past in such a major way that to overlook that point is like taking away your opportunity to grow from it. Because we can go through these things and yeah, of course you, you get a hard hitting lesson. Like, do we really want the lesson to be trust nobody, people lie? You know, don't ever get into a commitment because people cheat. That's not what you want. That's not the message that you want to reinforce. And it's not true. The interesting thing about most truths that we believe is that they're just stories that we have been reinforced by our life experiences. But because let's say 2% of the population are that way, but you've only dealt with that 2% because that's what you attract. How do you ever have evidence to the other 98%? That's my point. It's like you don't know what you don't know. You can only know what's been in your life experience or, you know, even like what you've been shown by those around you, not necessarily, you know, your own relationships, but you've witnessed your parents, you've witnessed, you know, your friends and their relationships. And, and often we're shown evidence of what we're looking for and we're looking for more evidence to back up what we already believe. So we got to get out of that cycle. <laughs> I mean, how would your belief system change if you just keep getting reinforced by the same 
things around you all the time. So sure, I could say, well, just, you know, immerse yourself amongst people who have healthy, loving relationships, but that doesn't work. You probably don't even know that many people with healthy, loving relationships if you're not looking for it and you're not attracting it. (laughs) So basically, this is what you need to start with is understanding that your subconscious mind is playing something for you and it's... um, It's playing it in the background of your mind, so you are probably very unaware of it. And that message, that underlying message that's at the bottom and the root of everything, it will paint your entire future. So if you're looking at your life on a timeline, whatever was in that past is the only paint colors you have to paint your future with. So how can you change that? You're going to change it by draining out the color, the vibrancy, the sound, the the liveliness of all of that. And you're going to then amplify and paint and beautify and highlight all of the amazing things that are in your past that you can then project into your future. And I know that's like, hey, wait a minute, Heather, you just said I've likely never had those experiences to draw on. The interesting thing is you likely did, but it was most likely your subconscious mind taking notes and your conscious mind wasn't able to focus on it because your conscious mind was what was reacting to, you know, look, searching for this evidence that you were telling it existed, which was, oh, everybody's untrustworthy. So your conscious mind looked and it looked into your, you know, subconscious files and said, what do I have in here that shows me just how awful people are? And it found what it was looking for. So in that way, just like that exercise I always have you all do when you look around the room and you try to see all the blue things and then, you know, you close your eyes and I say, okay, what in the room was yellow? And you're like, I don't know, I was looking for blue things. It's like that. So (laughs) we have in our subconscious mind evidence to both sides of the coin. It's just that we've never actually gone in there with a flashlight and dug around, right? So with hypnotherapy, what is very cool is it's basically a way of getting you into a nice, relaxed state and then getting back there and going, wait a minute, was there evidence back here? Let's find some. And you don't have to consciously know what it is. Your subconscious mind is going to start looking for evidence to really healthy, loving, stable, um, loyal relationships. And it's going to highlight them and project that stuff into your future, which is what you want. You want your self as you're going into your future to draw on past things that were wonderful and know that your future is likely going to be just as bright or brighter. And so that's how hypnotherapy helps because it can allow you to sort of recover some of those things that your subconscious has swallowed back and quiet your conscious mind for a minute because it's busy trying to convince you of all the things no, no, this is all that's out there. Every girlfriend you've ever had has cheated. Every, um, you know, guy you've ever been with has slept with somebody else while you were in a committed relationship. It's looking for that. And of course, it's going to find what it's looking for, but it's going to find what it's looking for when you start looking for good stuff too. So that's basically how it's reinforcing the good stuff within you that's already in there. It just needs to come to the surface. And so what happens when people are now trying to like go through their day and find a way to function when they have all this in their mind? So 
once there's been something major, a major loss of a loved one, um, a major episode of somebody, you know, walking out on someone else or, um, or cheating or lying or whatever it is, or, you know, being sort of screwed over in a business, you know, thing or whatever it is. And it's like haunting your thoughts because it was felt so much of a cut to your deep inner core. That's the other layer that really needs to be addressed here because how are you able to function and go through your day when your mind just keeps bringing you back to that past trauma over and over? It's like perseverating on, oh my goodness, how could this have happened? And now what can I do? And are they different? And all da da da. And it's running all of these like things, scenarios. And if I do this and if I do that, and like it's playing out different things and what to do next and you know can you even trust your business partner anymore do you need a new business partner do you need like all this stuff um and this woman's situation too it was like you know how do i now go forward like first of all she was somebody who wasn't i don't think even going to look for another relationship she thought she had just lost the love of her life now all of a sudden the love of her life turns out to be this cheating lying deceiving you know she's got no answers no way to know what was going on she's just stuck with that information now her friends family of course everybody like expecting her to still be in a a loss state of mind grieving and they don't know this information she knows now does she wreck and tarnish their reputation after they're deceased to let people know why she's not where they expect her to be that's the stuff that's like heavy and that's why there's layers and you can't judge other people in their circumstances. You don't know, you know, what shoes they're walking in. I felt so bad for her. I wish I knew actually, I hope she listens to this and reaches out to me, but you always wonder like what ended up happening in that, those scenarios, how they worked through things. But, um, one of the ways in which I am helping people with hypnotherapy to work through stuff like this is to be able to, well, okay, so this is actually, I'm really glad, this is a good place to sort of pause for a minute because there's one thing that has to be figured out first. And this is the part I think most people skip and they just want to get right to the make me feel better, make it so I can focus better. That doesn't work. You have to first make a decision. And this is the part that I think if you try to skip over, you're going to be stuck for a while and you're going to be stuck in your mind and cycles and, you know, unable to be fully present. And I think you need to just decide then and there what happens next. That decision is so important. Um, On the one hand, there are people who, if they stay in the situation, the risk outweighs the reward in a sense, you know? Like if I stay in this business situation where somebody has already sort of screwed me over, it could happen again. I could lose everything. I could lose my home. I could, you know, so they might need to make that decision that I need to leave this circumstance You know, somebody's been in an abusive relationship for their safety. They might need to leave that circumstance. Somebody's been cheated on or lied to. That's a tough one. I mean, for everybody, it's going to have to be their own thing because it comes down to this. Is your mind always going to be having that echo of what happened in the background? Is it always going to be, um, you know, in a place of distrust or just not as in love how much has it sort of broken you down, basically, is what it comes down to. So, you know, because some people will say, say, well, it's the children or it's the all of the ways in which our lives are just infused. I'm going to lose my home or whatever. All those things, right? The, the things you're going to lose in addition to losing the relationship or saving face with family, friends and religious reasons and all that stuff. But really, it's where is your heart? 
Are you still passionately in love with this person? Or are you trying to stay in it for the sake of the kids, for the sake of the stuff, for the sake of the ease of not having to go to the divorce office and worry about what you're going to lose and all that? Because none of that matters. Let that go. Let people think what they think. Lose what you're going to lose. Start fresh, clean, clear. Let the kids adjust because they know when things aren't good. They're not, the worst thing you could do for your kids is show them an example of a poor relationship day in and day out where there's no passion, there's no excitement for each other, there's no intimate love. So like all those reasons people come up with, those are not the reasons to stay. But if you still feel so passionately in love with this person and can't live without them, well then that's a reason to wanna stay. But if you've decided to walk away, there's one treatment. If you've decided to stay, there's a different treatment. In any of these situations, like a job or a whatever, like wh- whether you've decided to try to fix this situation or move past it has to be determined. And most people try to skip that step and just make it feel better. And then they just stay right where they're at, but they really don't know what they want. And then their mind is still everywhere. It's like, cause you haven't even really decided what it is. You need to first decide is this salvageable in the sense that like, I can't live without this person. There's nothing else out there that will ever make me this happy again. I've never been this happy a day in my life. So I need to fix this. And if that's how invested you are, then here's how I would approach that. If you are like, I need to save this, this is what I would do. I would start with, look at that relationship. Again, we're gonna go back. We're gonna relax and get into a nice meditative state. We're going to kind of go back in your mind's eye timeline and we're gonna pull upon all of these amazing moments and we're gonna highlight the heck out of them. We're gonna future project them. We're gonna do all the things we can to get that feeling of love and passion and highlight the heck out of that and simultaneously drain and drop all of these emotions connected to these bad times. Every time you felt deceived, every time it hurt so bad, we're draining the color out of those, getting rid of them, shrinking them, putting them in the past. Now, if you're somebody who's like, no, I need a fresh, clean start. I know that there's better out there for me. I was in a sick place then, and obviously like, this is the person's true colors. I didn't know that from the beginning. If I had, it wouldn't have been for me to begin with. But now that I know it, I am ready to move on. I just don't know how to because it's still in my heart. And they, this person still has such a big part of my heart. And there's all these other layers. And I can help you with that also. <laughs> what we're going to do in that situation is we're going to look at the past situations in which this person hurt you and cut you deeply. And guess what? Instead of just shoving those down, we're trying to get over and past an X. We're going to highlight those. We're going to remind ourselves of just how bad that felt, how much it hurt our core, how much that person didn't make us feel good. And that's what we're going to brighten and, and highlight and pay attention to. And any of the times where we felt like we were really connecting those really good, passionate moments, those intense moments that come up and kind of haunt your thoughts throughout the day every time you're like ready to walk away they sort of creep back into your memory those memories we're going to shrink down take the color out and move away that's going to help you get that clean cut that's going to help you to not be so focused on those moments but instead remember what the hurt felt like and that that is not what we want any longer so it's kind of like that it's like we're going to take the things that And because somebody said um, in my hypnotherapy class, the example was used that um, 
you know, the person said, well, they were really pretty perfect. I'm trying to get over this person because I couldn't have them. They were unavailable to me. They were with someone else, whatever the case may be. But um, they didn't really have any flaws. We didn't really ever have a bad time. You can make them up. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even have to be real. It could be like, it can be imaginary or whatever. You can still highlight the heck out of the pack that this person is like probably lazy on the weekends or they probably are someone you can't bring home to mom or whatever. We, we can work with it still. Even if you feel like there wasn't a moment to even call on, we can find things in your past that you really have seen as a turnoff and connect it to that person if that's what you need to be clean and clear of it. But We'll find ways to do that and then we'll find ways to also maybe see what in your life offers you the feelings that being with that person provided you with. The whole reason you were hanging on to begin with. Like maybe they gave you a feeling of like unconditional love or of um, somebody who really saw you. Well, look, we'll look into your past and we'll find ways in which in your life other things have provided you with that same feeling of unconditional love or somebody who really sees you for who you are and we're going to highlight those and project those into your future so you can see now that that feeling is still available to you in other sources it doesn't have to be this person you know and it's probably going to be even better so we're going to highlight that and we're going to motivate um you know it's like it's almost like cheering you on guys hypnotherapy is amazing because when somebody's in that nice relaxed state these suggestions are things that make the brain realize, wow, I really am that great. I really am that worthy. And oh yeah, I do have these resources inside me to be able to focus, to be able to get my job done and not have this enter my mind, to be able to future project and see myself in healthy, loving relationships and not giving up on the idea or the ideal that a perfect person for me exists. Because when you were created, your perfect match was created. That's a fact. So there is that out there for you. And most people will convince themselves like, oh, everybody must be like this. Like I thought this person was perfect for me and then look what they did to me. We're gonna get rid of that self-talk and we're gonna boost up your memory basically of like we are born with the understanding. We taint it through our living experiences but that we are worthy of this life. It is available to you and you will find it in your future. And so all it really is, guys, is it's about letting your subconscious brain believe all of this. See it, find the evidence for it, highlight the stuff you wanna highlight, squash down and shrink down the stuff that you don't. It's really gonna be that simple. And the best part is you don't even have to like emotionally relive all the really bad stuff. Because even though I'm saying like, oh, we're gonna pull these things from your you know, timeline and your past, it doesn't mean I'm gonna make you guys have to go back and relive these worst times or whatever. All the suggestions are gonna do is cue your subconscious mind to do that for you. So your conscious brain doesn't even have to go there. In the therapy sessions, you're not having to do the old go back and relive the trauma in order to work through the trauma. It's allowing the subconscious brain that already has the memory in there, it's not in the forefront, but it is in the subconscious filing, <laughs> the file cabinets of your brain, and it's telling them, hey, pull this, pull this, pull some examples of this, and it will do it on its own without you having to consciously think about it. I'm putting air quotes around think. Because the conscious brain does the thinking and it doesn't have to do that. It doesn't have to go back through all that. We're not even going to ask it to do that. So for those of you who are fearful because you're like, I don't want to go back and relive, you don't have to. 
That's the beauty of this. And the other beauty of it is you get to be free of your past. I love hypnotherapy and I'm kind of in a little bit of an addictive state towards it right now because it is so powerful with such little effort. <laughs> and like some of this therapy work that, um, by the way, you should never stop because hypnotherapy is really just meant to be an adjunct, not a replacement for. But a lot of that other therapy will take time. You know, it'll be spread out over a longer period of time. But the hypnotherapy benefits and treatments are just so fast and immediate. And you deserve that. You deserve to have it immediately be better. And so you can function again and focus again. But here's what I just want to leave this episode with. Get right in your mind with what you want and desire. And let that come from a healthy, healed place. Okay? So when you are trying to figure out, do I continue in this business deal with this person who I now don't trust? You know, I mean, it's like you got to weigh out a lot. How much do you and don't you trust them? How much do you care about them and still want them in your everyday life? How much do they have to offer to the situation? And without them, will you be lacking? You know, that kind of stuff. Like start some pros and cons lists. I don't know, whatever. But usually when it comes to relationship, pros and cons lists are not really going to get you there. It's just what's at your core. It's your instinct. It's your gut. Most people know um, your, you know, first instinct that, immediate thought that is your intuition and that is what you should be listening to your intuition always knows what's right well I I should correct that it doesn't always (laughs) the reason being because it comes from your subconscious mind it's your subconscious mind speaking so you know maybe if you haven't done the subconscious work yet it is tricky to call on that and trust it but I feel like in your heart deep in your heart in your soul you know whether your life will never be the same without that person in it You know, I mean, obviously it won't be the same, but you know what I mean? It will never be as good as it was with them, without them. If it still has so much potential to still be just as great, maybe find a partner who has better habits, (laughs) makes better decisions, is kinder to you, never lets you down. (laughs) I mean, then maybe if you are, this is the hard part, guys, because if you're coming from a sick place of not having seen that, believe in that, it is very hard to think that it still exists out there. So it's kind of like you feel like you're leaving one relationship and then you might never have another one again. You know, I'll never have a healthy relationship. So maybe I should just work on this one because everybody's this way. And if you're in that mindset, I can tell you you're wrong. (laughs) There are wonderful people out there who will not hurt you, who are not toxic. um, And the work will help you to see that. But um, so you really just have to go with, you know, what have they given you and how amazing has that time been? And have you, you know, do you want to leave that behind? Do you want to move forward? And are you able to sort of move forward in in a healthy way and and leave the past where it belongs (laughs) if it's always going to be something that like you can just never get rid of and so it makes you feel you know sick then you should never take something with you that's going to make you feel sick for the rest of your life I mean it's a hard thing to say because every situation is so different but um you know I'm all for people finding a healthy loving relationship and not giving up on love and you know i'm just uh i'm the fairy tale tale girl i really am i'm the one who really believes that that magical experience exists and that if it wasn't with your first person if it wasn't with the person you chose that happens it's all about inner growth getting over that allowing it to have happened and nobody's gonna you know 
nobody's going to judge you either way, really. And even if they do, that's their own stuff, not yours talking. But um, yeah, I just think that hypnotherapy opens the door to either possibility of healing. So if you're all invested in fixing it, it can help you to really fix it and be able to sort of move forward in a healthy way. And if you're all in on a fresh, clean start, and that speaks more to you and feels more aligned for your current situation, hypnotherapy also helps with that. So um, yeah, I'm going to have a very specific hypnotherapy session available within the next couple months that is specific to getting over an ex. Um, And so that will be available on my website. So again, don't forget, guys, if you want any of the information on any of my upcoming hypnotherapy stuff and you want the added bonuses, then just make sure to drop me an email and the link will be in today's description. But thank you for joining. I appreciate y'all so much. Subscribe, like, follow all the stuff. And feel free to comment back and let me know if I pointed my finger a little too firmly at you today saying that it's all about us. We all got to fix our stuff in order to have that beautiful life we deserve. But uh, anyway, guys, thanks again. See you next week.